0: Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. The more the Word of God we know, the better for our life because the Word of God is a treasure. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for your love. We thank you for the word. We thank you for teaching us by your Holy Spirit. Today, we open our hearts to hear, to receive what you want to say. We believe that the Bible is the word of God. And we can become what the Bible says. We can do what the Bible tells us to do. And we can have what the Bible says we have. We believe in the promise of God. And we believe, Lord, that the word of God is The spiritual food to our life, as we partake this food, we will be healthy, not only physically, but also spiritually and mentally. You say, Lord, your word is our medicine. It heals us. You send your word to heal us. Therefore, we receive this medicine right now in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. We have been talking about being fruitful two Sundays ago, we were talking about letting go of the past. We should not be trapped in the past pains and disappointments and past hurts. If we live like that, we will never get into victory that God has in store for us. We cannot be fruitful. But the trick of the enemy is to keep us focusing on the past disappointments, the past past hurts and setbacks and pain, so that we will keep having the negative attitude. We will keep having the poor mentality or victim mentality or wrong mindset. The Bible says in Revelation chapter 20, verse 8, talking about the devil or Satan, will go out to deceive the nations which are in the four corners of the earth. The devil has a job to deceive us so that we can constantly dwelling on the pains of yesterday. If we stay in the yesterday mode all the time, we're going to walk around with a bad attitude. We will be thinking all the time, life is not fair. God doesn't love me. And many people today are falling into this trap of the enemy. They are living with a victim mentality. They are living with the poor mentality negative mentality instead of being strong when adversity comes against them and instead of fighting with a good fight of faith they just quietly give up turn around and run away from the problem they think that well nothing good has happened to me i'm going to live like this i'm going to be in defeat and setback all the time my life will not go anywhere life is miserable They keep thinking negatively. And that's why they never have fruitfulness and victory in life. No, my brother and sister, if we want to be victorious, if we want to be fruitful, if we want to move on to the promised land that God wants us to have, we need to put on the warrior mentality. We need to put on the positive attitude. And we let the Holy Spirit help us to move with the positive attitude. We need to be very determined. We are more determined than the devil is. So that we can prove to him that God's people are victorious people. Amen. We need to put on the warrior mentality. We need to be aggressive and offensive and stand firm in boldness by faith that we're going to have victory eventually. We need to rise up. And boldly go after victory and the abundant life that Jesus was talking about in John chapter 10, verse 10. We will not let go of the promise of God, but we will let go of the past hurts and disappointment. In the book of Joshua chapter 1, verse 11, God told Joshua before they went into the promised land. He said that cross the Jordan, go in and possess the land. God said, get up, cross the Jordan, And possess the land. When we're talking about possession, it means action. It means that we have to step out of our comfort zone. It means that we have to do something and we have to get rid of the inhabitants of that land. We need to do something. We cannot sit in the hole of depression and sit in the edges of disappointment and say, I'm going to give up. My life will not go anywhere. Amen. We should not be Christian that has a weak, spineless mentality, but we're going to rise up as a warrior. Actually, when you read the New Testament, you can see that God wants His people to be soldiers. In Matthew chapter 11, verse 12, in the Good Word translation, the Bible says, From the time of John the baptizer until now, the kingdom of heaven has been forcefully advancing, and forceful people have been seizing it. God talk about warrior, forceful people, people who are aggressive. I'm not talking about negative way. Aggressive means fighter, fighting for victory. We are not defeated people. We are not a victim. We need to be enthusiastic, energetic, and aggressive in the kingdom of God. We need to put on the warrior mentality. Everyone say warrior mentality. We must quit dwelling on the past hurts and past pains and disappointment. We need to stop whining and complaining. We should not get trapped in the past failure and mistake. Instead of saying that, why many unfair things happened to me? And you keep looking at the past unfair things and the past setback. You need to rise up and say, God loved me. God has something good, wait for me. The promised land belongs to me. God has a good plan for my life. He is on my side. And if God is for me, who can come against me? God is for me. God is in me. And God is on my side. I'm not a victim, but I am a victor. I'm going to have a victory because I am the soldier of God. The Bible says that God called all of us into triumph, into victory. The Bible says that the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. Do you know that you and God are the majority? Even 100 people say another way, but if you agree with God, you are the majority. That's what happened to Moses. And if God is for you, who dare to come against you? In the book of Deuteronomy chapter 11, the Bible promised people who fear God and live for God this way. No man can stand against you Because I am with you. I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. And this promise is for all of us today as well, not just people many thousand years ago. So don't go around every single day with a poor, defeated mentality. Rise up and put on the armor of God and become a warrior of God. Amen? When the going gets tough, the tough gets going. Amen? When the situation gets tough, we don't give up. We keep going. Amen? And you need to show to the devil that you are more determined than he is. You know, in this world, anybody can be negative and bitter. In this world, anybody can be whiners and complainers. But God is looking for people who stay in the positive thinking. Stay with the warrior mentality. People who can stand in faith in the midst of adversity. God is looking for people who walk by faith. Even though the situation is not looking good right now, but you're going to believe God that the good things will happen to you because that is the promise of God. You cannot be both pitiful and powerful at the same time. You have to make a choice whether you're going to Have a pity party or be pitiful or you're going to be a powerful person, a warrior that can win the battle in the name of Jesus. How many people want to be pitiful? Raise your hand up. How many people want to be powerful? I want to be powerful. Amen? We see the story in the Bible. Two groups of people. One group was very pitiful. Another group was powerful. The children of Israel chose to be pitiful in the generation of Moses. And I hope that we are not in that generation. We are in the generation of Joshua. These children of Israel had the victim mentality. Actually, that mentality kept them from entering into the promised land. They all died in that generation. They kept wandering around in the desert for many years and died. And they could not even enter the promised land. Yes, they have faced many setbacks. They were slaves in Egypt for many years. They were mistreated. They were abused by Pharaoh and his soldiers. They were given quotas to do the work more than they can meet the quota. They could not even fulfill the quotas. And when they could not fulfill the quota, the soldiers would beat them with rods. They were so treated unfairly. They were in a terrible shape as slaves at that time. But God, by His mercy, He sent Moses in and supernaturally set these people free, physically free out of Egypt. They saw miracle, one miracle after another miracle. They saw the red sea split in front of them. They saw manna come from heaven and water come out from the rock. God showed himself to Moses at the burning bush. They saw so many miracles, after miracle. And one day, they came to the edge of the promised land. Remember this? God promised them that they would enter the promised land and take over the promised land. They came to the edge of the promised land. They came at that edge. And see what happened to them when they come to the promised land. Actually, all they need to do is to get up Walk across the Jordan River and take over the land and the promise of God shall be fulfilled. All they have to do is to wear the warrior mentality instead of having a victim mentality. Moses sent in 12 spies into the promised land. After 40 days, they came back and 10 of the 12 had a bad news. The 10 of them say, Moses, wow, the promised land is so precious. It's so full of good stuff that we can dream of. But there is a major problem. There are giants in the promised land. And we are like grasshoppers in their eyes. We will never make it. And you know that bad news? That faithless negative words went out like a wildfire throughout the two million people of the children of Israel. They all heard these negative words. And suddenly, they say, let's go back to Egypt. They forgot all about what God did for them. They left Egypt, but Egypt has not left them. They still live in the old victim mentality. They still think that they are just a weak, defeated slave. They have the slave mentality. They look at themselves as grasshopper instead of giant killer. They see themselves as a defeated fool. They don't see themselves as a warrior who gonna win in the promised land. And what happened? They all died in the wilderness. They could not enter the promised land. They thought that, yes, we got out of Egypt. But it's just a luck. God is not involved with this. We are just slaves. We will not make it. We will not enter the promised land. We are just slaves. We cannot fight. The giant gonna kill us. They're so big and we are so small. Instead of looking at the big God and the promise of God, they look at themselves and see themselves as grasshopper. Even though they were physically free, but mentally and spiritually, they were bound and held captive. They still are bound by the negative thinkings of the past pain and setback and disappointment and experiences. They never want to be a warrior. And that's why they did not enter the promised land. I pray that you all who listen to this teaching will not be like these children of Israel. Let me ask you the question. Are you having the victim mentality right now? Or you are having the warrior mentality? Do you allow the past pain and past hurts and past disappointment? keep you from going into the goodness and the victory that God has in store for you, the promised land or the abundant life. When an adversity comes to your life, do you just throw in a towel, give up and run away and say that I'm a loser. I'm a victim. Or you're going to stand firm and say, I believe in the promise of God. I'm going to rise up and take over the land. Are you going to be... What kind of people are going to be warrior of God or are you going to be a victim of the poor mentality? I want to ask you today to consider this teaching really carefully. What kind of Christians you want to do? God promises every believer victory. But you need to do your part. You need to look at yourself as a warrior. You need to stand in faith. You need to Believe that the promised land belongs to you instead of thinking that I'm just a slave to the devil. Amen? Amen. You will be able to do what God called you to do by the grace of God. Amen? Amen? If I can preach in English, you can do things too. Because English is not my mother tongue language. Amen? Actually, I just told somebody yesterday that when I first came to the US, the nurse at the hospital could not even understand what I was talking about on the phone. My English language was so poor because I studied French when I was in high school. I did not study English. But I have come so far to the point that people can understand me. Because if He called me to do something, He's going to give me the grace to do it. Amen? Amen. It's not my own ability, but His God's ability to help me to be able to preach in English. Amen. Amen? So, we need to stand in faith and never give up Never recede, never pull backward, back to the Egypt again. We need to move on and say, Lord, I believe in your promise. You promised me an abundant life. Yes, many unfair things happened to me, but I'm not going to live in the past anymore. I'm not going to get trapped in the past mistake and past failure of my life. Because you have prepared some good things for me in the future. New things are happening in my life right now. I'm not going to look back anymore. Yes, I received a bad report from my doctor. But I know you are my healer. I know that by the strife of Jesus Christ, I am healed. Yes, many people get laid off, are get laid off. But I believe, Lord, that you shall supply all of my needs according to your riches in glory by Christ Jesus. You need to stand on to the promise of God. Amen. Instead of pulling yourself back And have a victim mentality. Don't let your past poison your future. No matter what you have gone through, no matter what you have lost in the past, don't let those things stop you. Rise up with a warrior mentality. Don't think that your enemy is bigger than you. Actually, your God is bigger than your enemy. And He is in you. So you are bigger than your enemy. Because He is in you. Amen? No matter what kind of adversity you are facing right now, you will not turn around, give up, and run away. Amen? You must fight the good fight of faith. You must keep on believing the promise of God. God never promises that our life is like a sleeping on the flower bed. God never promises that this life will never face any troubles and setback. We're all going to face some setback. We are going to face some troubles. But don't let those setbacks stop you from moving forward into the promised land of God. Amen? But keep moving. Keep going. Don't have the I cannot do it mentality. You can do all things through Jesus who strengthens you. The one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. God is for me who can come against me. God is on my side. My God is bigger than the problem. Don't magnify the problem, but magnify God. Because your God is bigger than your problem. Amen? Look at what Paul say in Philippians chapter 1, verse 28. I like that. And not in any way terrified by your adversary. Paul said, don't be terrified. Don't be intimidated. Don't be fearful when you face your enemy. You may face the enemy of your finances right now. Maybe you have a big debt. You may face the enemy of your family right now. Relationship is going downhill. You may face the enemy of sickness and depression. You may face enemy in your job. But I want to encourage you that God is bigger than your problem, than your trouble. He is the good God. Amen? Don't be terrified. Be the warrior. Rise up and laugh at it. This is a piece of cake in the eyes of God. God can take care of this problem for me. In Isaiah chapter 54 verse 17, God said, No weapon formed against you shall prosper. The Bible does not say that weapon will not be formed against you. He said, Weapon will be formed against you. You're going to face trouble. You're going to face setback. But the Bible says, no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper therefore when you face weapon of the enemy when you face a big mountain when you face a big setback don't be discouraged don't be upset don't get frustrated don't get intimidated stand your ground raise your head up look up at god that your god is bigger than your problem and say i believe that god gonna set me free i am a warrior I'm not the victim. I'm a victor. I'm going to put on a warrior mentality and I'm going to keep going until I see the promised land or abundant life in my walk with God. Amen? In the natural, sometimes problems seem to be impossible to be resolved. Sometimes you notice that the problem in the natural looks like there is no way out. Your path looks very dark. But the good news is our God can make a way that it seemed like there is no way. The good news is God has the final say. Not the situation right now. Everyone say, God has the final say. The final say. He, can he can make a way. When it seems like there is no way. God is a good God. Amen? Amen? In the book of Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 7, the Bible says, When the enemy comes against you one way, he will defeat them. He means God will defeat them for you and cause them to flee seven different ways if you obey the voice of the Lord your God. That is the promise of God. If you keep your mentality right, your attitude right, God gonna fight the battle for you. The Bible say in the book of Zechariah chapter four verse six, it's not by your own might. It's not by your own power, but by my spirit says the Lord. We need to have the mentality of the warrior. And we rise up in the midst of adversity. We rise up in the midst of trouble and say that I'm going to fight with you in the mighty name of Jesus, by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen? The Bible says that the name of Jesus is above every single name on earth. And every knee has to bow. Do you know that sickness has to bow to the name of Jesus. Do you know that poverty has to bow to the name of Jesus? Do you know that the weapon that the enemy form against you has to bow to the name of Jesus? Do you have that faith that the name of Jesus is above every name? And if you have that faith, God can fight the battle for you. You don't have to fight yourself, God can make a way for you. Amen. Be warrior. Turn to each other. Point to each other and say, be a warrior. Be a warrior. Amen. Don't be intimidated by the situation. Don't shrink back in fear. Go in there and process the promised land. Amen. Amen. Some of you may be like the children of Israel right now. You are camping at the edge of the promised land right now. You almost get there. You almost get there. But if you have the victim mentality... The slave mentality, you're going to shrink back and run back to Egypt. I want to encourage you today. The promised land is in front of you. Rise up, go forward, cross the Jordan, and possess the land. The giants will be defeated by the power of the Holy Spirit and in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Every time I lay hand on people who need casting out demons, I know that they cannot resist me in the name of Jesus. They have to go. Those demons are like giants in the promised land. We have to chase them out. We have to get rid of them from our family and from our life. Amen? Out of the 12 spies, two spies named Joshua and Caleb came back with a different message. The 10 spies say, we will not make it. We are grasshopper. But the Bible says that Joshua and Caleb had a different spirit. The ten spy has the spirit of a victim, the slave mentality, the negative mindset. But Joshua and Caleb had a spirit of warrior. They came back to Moses and say, the land is so beautiful. It's so flourishing. And you know, we will make it. We will get rid of all those giants. We're going to take over the land. I pray that you will have the same spirit as Joshua and Caleb. We are not slaves anymore. The old is gone. God took us out from the old, being slave, being tortured, receiving unfair treatments. Now we are not slaves slave anymore. Now we are soldiers. Now we are warriors. We're going to take over the land. We're going to step in. God going to give us the anointing. God going to give us the wisdom and the power to take over the land. They have the warrior spirit. Amen. I warriors have different thinking from the slave. When adversary come, warrior will look at it as a challenge. I watched a movie called Ipman. Have you ever watched a movie named Ipman? Ipman is a Kung Fu teacher of Bruce Lee. And he faced a big boxer from England, much bigger than him. When Ipman looked at this boxer, He was thinking like a warrior. I'm going to knock him down. He's going to be defeated. I'm going to win this battle. Amen? We need to have that kind of warrior mentality. When we see adversary, we say, wow, this is going to make my day. I'm going to have victory. Instead of shrinking back and say life is unfair. We need to be aggressive. We're looking for the fight, for the victory. We dress up with the... Armor of God and ready for the battle anytime. Our attitude say, hey, Satan, come on, make my day today. You're going to learn the lesson that you hit the wrong person. I'm going to hit you back and you're going to regret. Amen. I know who I am in Christ and I know the one who is in me is greater than you. Amen. So you're going to be defeated. Make my day today. Every time the devil attack you, you fight back with a warrior mentality. A warrior look at the trouble as a challenge and a chance to have a victory. A warrior is not a whiner, but he is a fighter. A warrior does not sit back and feel sorry for himself for two weeks before he can get up. But a warrior will take an immediate action when God gives a signal. A warrior is a fighter. He is not intimidated by the size of the enemy. But he magnified the size of God. And look at the giant as a little, little dog that you can fight and you can get rid of. Amen? Because the God is bigger than those giant. Let me challenge you today to be a warrior, not to be a victim. Don't be weak, spineless Christians. God is looking in the church. He's looking for Those who have warrior mentality and will never give up, will keep fighting, will keep pursuing, will keep searching for the abundant life that God has prepared for them. And I pray that you will be those kind of people. One of the examples in the Bible as a warrior is the Apostle Paul. The Apostle Paul went through many, many difficulties, but he never gave up. Let me read to you what he went through. After I read this scripture, I feel like I'm so small compared to him. In 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 23 to 28. Are they servants of Christ? I am out of my mind to talk like this. I am more. I have worked much harder, been in prison more frequently. How many people have been in prison? You have not. Some of you have. I have not been in prison yet. I'm talking about for preaching the gospel. Been flogged more severely, and been exposed to death again and again. Five times I received from the Jews the 40 lashes minus 1. 39 lashes, five times, five sessions. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. I spent a night and a day in the open sea. I have been constantly on the move. I have been in danger from rivers. In danger from bandits, in danger from my own countrymen, in danger from Gentiles, in danger in the city, in danger in the country, in danger at sea, in danger from false brothers. I have labored and toiled and have often gone without sleep. I have known hunger and thirst and have often gone without food. I have been cold and naked. Besides everything else, I face daily the pressure of my concern for all the churches." After all these things, Paul never gave up. He is a warrior. He even said that all these things are just light affliction. In the second Corinthians chapter four, verses 17 to 18, he called all these things that I just read a while ago, light momentary affliction or trouble. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory for that far outweighs them all. In other words, Paul say, this is very piece of cake. I am a warrior. I'm not a victim. I forget the past. I may face trouble yesterday, but I forget about it yesterday. I'm going to move on. I'm going to fulfill my destiny. I'm going to get into the promised land. I'm going to fulfill the calling of God in my life. I keep moving. I keep fighting. I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to run away. I'm not going to s- sit back in the ashes, but I'm going to keep fighting and fulfill the destiny for my life. How many people want to be like that? I want to be like that. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And then, God is merciful. He can take the evil in your life, turn it around, and use it for good for you. Amen. Warriors endure hardship. Warriors know that Life is not easy. They know that setback will happen. And bad things can happen. But warrior will not give up. Look at 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 8-10. to This is what the Apostle Paul said. We are pressed on every side by troubles. But we are not crushed and broken. We are perplexed. In other words, we don't understand why this happened to me. But we don't give up and quit. We are hunted down, but God never abandons us. We get knocked down, but we get up again and keep going. Through suffering, these bodies of ours constantly share in the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be seen in our bodies. A warrior may be knocked down, but he will get up again. He may be knocked down again, and he will get up again. A warrior of God will never be knocked out. But we keep getting up instead of being tied down to the floor with self-pity attitude, with a victim mentality, living in the past, not letting go of the past, but he will rise up, get the dust off, keep going, and fighting the spiritual warfare again as a warrior of God. The enemy will always fight with you especially if you have a big calling in your life. It will do everything to stop you from fulfilling the calling of your life. But I want to encourage you, after the midnight hour, after the big storm in your life, there will be a beautiful sunshine. Amen? The promised land is almost there. The promised land is in front of you. You're going to get in soon if you don't give up and walk back to Egypt. Amen? You may face some setback right now, but the good news is the abundant life belongs to you if you don't shrink back and give up. Don't give up and don't give in. Keep fighting. Keep moving. The giant in that promised land is going to be defeated. You notice one thing, the promised land has giants. So it means that you're going to face some difficulty and you may be knocked down sometime, but you will not be knocked out. Because you have God in you. Every time you are knocked down, you get up again. The bigger the vision you have, the bigger opposition you're going to face. Remember this, the devil will not roll a red carpet for you to walk to your destiny. He will put all the opposition, all the setback, all the problem in front of you so that you will give up and run back to Egypt again. Notice that Paul wrote half of the New Testament where did he write those scriptures? He wrote it in jails when he was bound. I think many of us, if we put in jail because we preach the gospel, we're going to have a pity party and feel bad for ourselves. God, why did this happen to me? I think I should give up the ministry. I should not do any more. You don't love me. Life is unfair. But it's interesting why Paul was sitting in a jail. He was writing the New Testament. He's still fulfilling his destiny. He keeps going. He never gives up. He's a fighter. God wants us to do the same thing. Faithfully walk with God. Don't give up. Don't give in. Keep serving the Lord. Keep being fruitful. Look at another example, King David. I like all these godly men in the Bible. They are a good example to us. David one time faced a big, big setback in his life. He was knocked down. He and his 600 men went out into the frontier to guard the land that they owned. They were doing the work of God. They were doing what God called them to do. But when they came back to their city, called the city of Siklag, they find out that the bandits came in, burned all the houses, burned the city, took their possessions, and not only that, kidnapped their women and their kids. When they came back to the city of Siklag, I believe that, David was so discouraged. All of the men in his army wept and wept and wept until they have no tear to weep anymore. They were so discouraged. I believe that King David could feel the dark cloud of depression over him. He was tempted to give up throwing a tower and say, we are hopeless now. I believe that King David, when he saw the smoke out of the ash in that burned city, when he saw the devastation, they saw all of these bad things, he must have been very tempted to give up. But the Bible says, King David rose up and encouraged himself in the Lord. If we talk in the New Testament, it means he stirred the Holy Spirit up on the inside of him. He stirred the fire of God up. He began to sing the song, God is good. He loved me. And he began to laugh in the Holy Ghost in the New Testament time. He's going to laugh in the Holy Ghost and say, Ha, ha, ha. Ho, ho, ho. I'm going to take back what I lost. And he used three words in the Bible. He said, Let us pursue. Let us overtake. And let us recover all. Everyone say, Pursue. pursue. Everyone says, overtake. overtake. Everyone say, Recover all. Recover all. He had a Warrior mentality. He did not give up and give in. He's going to fight. Amen? Do you know that the failure of your life is not final? It's final only when you give up. But if you keep fighting, when you knock down, you get up, you can fight again. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 24, verse 16, For though a righteous man falls seven times, he rises again. Amen. If you are a man of God, you are a woman of God. The devil cannot keep you down. You're going to keep rising up. Every time he knocks you down, you face some setback, you rise up again and keep fighting again. Amen? Everyone said, the devil cannot keep me down. The devil will use his best shot to hit us, but we will not stay down. We fall, we get up again, like King David. King David encouraged himself in the Lord. He began to stir up the warrior spirit on the inside of him. He said, I'm not going to be a victim. I'm going to take over. I'm going to recover all. So he told all the 600 men, let's get dressed. Let's get our sword and spear. Let's pursue the enemy. Let us overtake them, get everything back and recover all. And he did. The Bible says at the end, King David recovered everything That the enemies have stolen from them. Everything. Everyone say everything. everything. He recover all. I want to conclude the sermon today. Don't walk around with the ashes on your head anymore. Don't be in a defeated mode all the time. Don't have a poor victim mentality. But have a warrior mentality. Refuse to take on that victim and slave and grasshopper mentality. But put in a giant killer mentality, a warrior mentality. Don't give up, don't give in. Encourage yourself in the Lord. When you feel discouraged, read the Bible, praise the Lord, worshiping the Lord at home, laugh in the Holy Ghost, stir up the fire of God on the inside of you, keep fighting, don't give up, have the warrior mentality. Are you going to be a warrior Are you going to be a whiner and complainer and murmurer? Or are you going to be a fighter in the name of Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit? Don't give up on life. Don't lose hope when you heard the bad news. Oh, I don't get that job. Oh, again. I lose my hope now. No. Don't give up. Keep fighting. The Lord has better job for you. Amen. If your boyfriend dumbed you, he has another one better than him. Amen? God promised you victory and abundant life. John chapter 10 verse 10. The devil come to kill, to steal and destroy, but he give us life and give it more abundantly. I'm not a prosperity preacher, but I still believe that God wants me to be in good health. I still believe that God wants me to prosper. God wants me to have victory. Even though I have some setback, but I keep fighting. I'm not going to give in and give up. Amen? Yes, we have disappointment and setback. We may be knocked down sometime. But rise up again, brother and sister. Be like David. Be like Paul. Don't stop. Don't quit. Keep going. Keep moving. The enemy tried to destroy us. We're going to teach him the lesson that he cannot do it. Don't magnify the devil but magnify the Lord. Amen? Amen. Some of you right now are facing difficulties. Maybe you have lost your job. Maybe your families are broken down. Maybe your kids are running away from God. Our heart goes out to you. We love you. We care for you. We're going to pray for you. But the reality is, I cannot have a warrior mentality for you. You need to have a warrior mentality for yourself. You have to fight the good fight of faith yourself. Amen? If you have a negative mindset, you cannot win the battle. You cannot get into the promised land. You choose right now whether to be pitiful or powerful. Which camp you're going to be in? Are you going to be in the camp of the ten spies? Pitiful. Or are you going to be in the camp of Joshua and Caleb that you're going to take the promised land? You have to make choice today. I made choice many years ago already that I'm going to be a warrior. You're going to walk by faith, living in expectancy, uh, determined to have victory and entering the promised land. The promised land of your life is in store for you, waiting for you right now. Choose to be powerful. The choice is up to you. Don't be pitiful. Don't have a grasshopper mentality. God has a new beginning waiting for you. The old is gone. The new is coming. You cannot change the past failure and the past mistake. But you can do something about the future. And what can happen to the future depends on your mentality and your faith and your walk with God today. You make the choice today that you're going to be a warrior and you're going to see victory in your life. Amen? Even though you're knocked out sometime, you're going to get up again and say, you will never knock me out. Amen? On the way to New York, we watched two times. Karate Kid. Jackie Chan was teaching that boy, and I like that movie. When I watched that movie, I was thinking about this sermon. <laughs> the Karate Kid got hit in the leg, and he has big bruise, and he has to walk like this up on the stage to fight. And the other side kick his leg again, and he fell down, but he got up with one leg. Like this. Like a snake. He could not stand on one leg, but he stand on another leg as a fighter. And he flipped over like this. And his leg hit the head of the other side. And he won. And eventually, his opponent come to him and like this to him. Bow to him and say, you are the good fighter. How many people want to be like Paul, David, and Karate Kid? Maybe we should all stand up like this. (laughs) Praise God. Amen. Everyone say, I am a warrior. I will never give in. I will never give up. I will fight. I will take the land. Victory is mine. I'm more than a conqueror. God will take the evil things in my life. Turn it around. And do good to me. God is for me. God is on my side. Because I am with God. I am on the victorious side. Amen. Praise the Lord. Any one of you in this room don't have God in your heart in your life yet. You may have heard about Jesus, about the Bible, about heaven, the good news, but you never personally invite Jesus into your heart. Today, I would like to encourage you to invite Jesus into your heart to become your God. If you've never done that, this is a good time to do it. Amen? The Bible says clearly in John chapter 10, verse 10, the enemy, the thief, the devil comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy. But Jesus has come to give us life and give it more abundantly. You have to make a choice. I made that choice 30 years ago. I'd rather be in the camp of Jesus that give me life. I don't want to be in the camp of the devil that kill, steal, and destroy my life. I beg you today to make a choice to be in the camp of Jesus Christ. How can you do that? You say, God, I'm a sinner. I repent of my sin. I need to get right with you and invite you to come into my life right now. How many people want to be on the camp of God? have on the winning side? Raise your hand up. Raise it up high. Move your hand, move your hand. Yes, I want to be on the winning side. Why don't you keep your hand up and pray with me? Father in heaven, I admit, Lord, I am not perfect. I have made mistakes, but you forgive me. You love me so much. You send your son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for my sin. Lord Jesus, forgive me. Cleanse me. Today, I make a decision. To be on your side. I don't want the enemy. I don't want Satan. I don't want killing. Destruction. And stealing. I want abundant life. I want to be a warrior. On the victorious side. Therefore Jesus. Come into my life. Live inside me. You are bigger than the one who is in the world. You're on my side. I am on your side. We will walk together. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Come in right now. You are my God and my Savior. In your name, Jesus, I pray. Amen. Let's give the mighty hand of praises to those who accept Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So New Hope International Church, you're gonna enter the promised land. They're gonna enter the promised land together. Let's give the mighty hand of praises to the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We are warriors. Warriors. Let's stand up and do like this. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Hallelujah. Turn to each other and say, you are the winner. You are victorious. You are not a victim. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you so much for your word. Thank you, Lord, for your Holy Spirit. Lord, we want to be like King David. We want to stir ourselves up, encourage ourselves in the name of the Lord, and that we can always walk in victory, and we will never be knocked out, Lord. And the Spirit of God will move in this place that we will see love, gentleness, caring spirit in the church, that people will love one another and live for one another. They will give their life to one another, Father. We give this time to you. We ask you for the anointing in this place, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Have a great fellowship. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.